Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Hello, Talking Fight fans around the world. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Friday Night Panel. Ready to kick off the if you weekend We got some good ones this weekend. Definitely going to be a great time. Guys, you got to make sure you tune in to watch these cards. Yes, there might not be huge headliners on them, but there are great prospects to watch on these fight cards this coming weekend. Uh, shout out to our man, Floyd Schofield, Kid Austin, coming through with his first round knockout victory yesterday. Uh, heading up the Oscar De La Hoya card. Wow. Shout out to you, brother. Brilliant, dominant performance. Fire, fire, fire. Uh, right now, runner-up for the uh, Knockout of the Week award at this point, man. So we're going to have to see what this weekend brings. Uh, guys, lots of good fights. Tim, thank you for joining me. You know what we're going to do? We're going to talk We're gonna talk boxing. Lots of boxing this weekend. Uh, definitely, guys. Got to get underway. Uh, October. 21st, you know what it is, Showtime, Steen, Agbeko. This one's getting underway, guys, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, in this main event, fast-rising blue-chip prospect Isaiah Steen, who's 16-0 with 12 KOs, will get a chance to slingshot himself up to super middleweight rankings when he takes on dangerous power puncher Sina Agbeko, who is 26-2 with 21 knockouts tonight, uh, 9 p.m., guys. Or sorry, 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. Bostein and Agbeko are showbox alumni uh, as this heavy-handed Agbeko faces Steen in this 10-round main event at 168. Uh, in the newly updated co-feature, um, Marcus Taylor, who is 12-1 and one and 2 with 1 KO, is taking on the undefeated Marlon Harrington, who is 8-0 with 7 knockouts in an 8-round super welter attraction that was originally set to open up the telecast. Uh, the updated opening belt will now see an intriguing eight-round clash between undefeated heavyweight prospect Elvis Garcia, who is right now 12-0 with nine KOs, and Moses Johnson, who is 8-0 and one draw with seven KOs. Garcia had a successful amateur career, winning the U.S. National Silver and two bronze medals, and also two more bronze medals at the U.S. Olympic qualifiers in 2015. Johnson won the 2015 New York Golden Gloves. You know, Hall of Famer Barry Tompkins calls the action from ringside with veteran combat sports reporter and morning combat host Brian Campbell. So, guys, you're going to want to watch this one. This one's getting underway tonight. Isaiah Steen, Agbeko headlining this one. Marlon Harrington taking on Marcus Taylor. Guys, this is going to be a good one. Um, Salida Promotions, USA Showtime. This is where you'll get to see this. Uh, I don't know if you guys know most of these kids here. Uh I'm looking forward to the Moses Johnson, Elvis Garcia heavyweight bout here. Uh, you know, Moses Johnson, 8-0-1, is taking on Garcia, 12-0. Uh, this, this one should definitely be a crowd pleaser. These guys definitely big hand, big heavy hands. Can't wait to see this one get underway. Tim, do you know any of these young cats on this uh, on this card that I mentioned? Nope. And I told you before that I was going to try to do, you know, try to do <laughs> research and try to keep up. But it's a process 
uh, in that direction that I have to, you know, I got to get, get, get into oh, it. You, you, you've, seen, you've seen so many. You. You've seen so many young and up and comers. You just yeah, don't know the names. You. you just don't know the names. That's all. But you know the fighters. I know you do. I that's know true. But I should at least know some of the main six and five and like I used to before. And and real quick, that's what that's what really I want because a lot of other boxers are like that. We got to yeah. get together, man. You know, I would like to do the same thing you just did. And you didn't yeah. never box. I should be the one doing some of that too. <laughs> right? Right. Number you know what, one, Tim? Number two. We're, we're, we're going we're, we're gonna to brush up all your knowledge and get you uh, pulled up to date. And we'll, uh, we'll have you do exactly <laughs> what I do soon enough. Um, so, yeah, there is a fight tonight, guys, man. If you get the time, check that out. 9.30 Eastern Time, USA Showtime. Again, Isaiah Steen, Agbeko. It's going to be a great fight, man. Uh, Isaiah Steen, totally... Uh, you know, coming up through these ranks real fast. Uh, great prospect. You know, I've profiled this kid before. I've talked about him. Moses Johnson has talked about this kid before. There's a lot of great young up-and-comers on this card. So definitely a great opening to the weekend of fights. Then moving along, guys, um, October 22nd, this one gets underway at 1 p.m. Eastern time. We got Leon Bunn taking on Patrick McCroy. McCroy. Uh, for the light heavyweight showdown and unbeaten prospect Kieran Malloy and Kurt Walker highlight this Germany fight card live on ESPN plus. So this one, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one as well. I do like, um, you know, Kieran Malloy, Kurt Walker, both these guys have been following them since, you know, they've turned pro definitely very exciting to watch. Um, light heavyweight contender Leon Bunn hopes to author a signature victory win over undefeated Irishman, Patrick McRoy uh, in a 12 round main event uh, this Saturday, and this one is taking place in Frankfurt, Germany. In addition to the Bun McCrory, uh, two of Top Rank's most dynamic young talents, featherweight Kurt Walker and junior middleweight Kieran Malloy, will see action in separate six rounders. Uh, Malloy will fight 38 belt uh, veteran Sandro uh, Gen Genides, um, while Walker steps up against Colombia's Yin Casino, who is 6'4 and 3 with two KOs, who has never been knocked out. Uh, then, you know, we got Bun, 18-09 KOs, formerly held the IBF international belt, uh, defended that strap in a career-best victory over former world title challenger Enrico Colling in November of 2019. He won three belts since the Colling triumph, uh, most recently stopping Southpaw Isaiah Tefali. Uh, McCroy, 14-08 KOs, is an all-action fighter from Belfast who has knocked out his last four foes in five rounds or less. He is coming off a one-sided fifth-round destruction over former world title challenger uh, Marco Perban. So, guys, here's a great card opening up our Saturday to sit down and watch. Definitely a lot of guys to watch on this card. Definitely look out for Kieran Malloy. Definitely watch out for Kurt Walker. These guys are both really coming up this rank, these ranks fast. Definitely a force to be reckoned with in the ring and exciting to watch. Never ceases to amaze me every time I get in this ring. Uh, it's a great card, though. Uh, Champ, I know you know. I know you know some of these kids because you got your. Well, you got the link. See, see, you, got the X, you got the access to all these things, and that's right. all I have to do is do that because you get right on it. So everybody, he has the, the way to get to all these different informations and stuff. But that's his job anyway. And well, we, expect, we expect you to know more anyway. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, let me tell you a little bit about it. So we got Leon Bunn. He's 18 and 0 with nine KOs in that light heavy division. He's ranked number four out of 66 in Germany. Where is he from? What's he's his from name? Germany. 
He's from Germany, and his okay, name is Germany, Le- okay. Leon Bunn. Uh, he's right now ranked 34th out of 1,196 in the world in the light heavy division. And uh, Patrick McCrory uh, is 14-0, and 0, and this one is for the IBO World Light Heavy Vacant title. Uh, so oh, okay. this yeah, one, this, this, this one's for a belt. So, you know, these guys are going to come out here. They're going to leave it all in the ring. They're going to do their best. And, you know, they've been, they've been waiting for this and I can't wait to see them get it underway. And honestly, I'm super excited to see uh, the young cats coming up on this card, man. Kieran Malloy, 2-0. Uh, he's stepping up here, man. He's taking he on. America? Uh, no, Kieran Malloy, Kieran Malloy. Is uh, an up and comer out of Irish, uh, out of Ireland. He's from Galway. I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> he's only twenty three. He's a super welter. Okay. Uh, he's ranked six out of nine in Ireland, four hundred and eighty eight out of nineteen sixty three in the world. Wow. He's only twenty three. Five eleven southpaw. You know, two wins, two KOs. He's only been four rounds out of his two fights. So he's Them looking stuff over there. I was I was in Ireland five times. They tough too. It's like you back home. It's like you back home. <laughs> definitely, definitely it is. Um, also, Kurt Walker, another one to watch out for. Uh, here's another Irishman, five six and a half. He's from Lisburn, Northern Ireland, United Kingdom, and uh, this 27 year old. He's ranked five out of five in the Super Feather, 385 out of 1650 in the world, three and zero right now with one KO. Definitely. Uh, these Irish guys, you're gonna to want to watch on this card. They're definitely gonna, they're definitely gonna make it exciting on that undercard before the main event and the, and the co-main get underway. What's the McKenna brothers doing now? Uh, you know what? I haven't seen them in an action in action in a while, and I definitely would love. I just recently, something like two weeks ago, maybe it was something in the past. I don't know. Maybe they're getting ready for an event because I definitely would like to see them get back, uh, get back in the ring, man. I like watching those McKenna boys. Uh, guys, here it is. What what uh, what you got to watch? Uh, Plaza del Toro, Mexico City. Eddie Hearns promoting it on the zone, guys. Rashad Mati taking on Eduardo Rodriguez for the WBC Youth Silver Super Light. Rashad Mati, I've profiled this kid, man. He's twelve and zero. He's known as the Albanian Bear. The man means business, guys. Means business. I've interviewed him on the show before. We talked to him. Uh, you know, he's sitting 30th, uh, he's sitting ranked 30 out of 407 in the United States, 117 in 2079. He's from Staten Island, New York, guys. Uh, signed a match, and he's taking on Eduardo Rodriguez, who is 10 2 and 1. And guys, again, this one is for the WBC Youth Silver Super Light title. Uh, can't wait for this one. Excited, love watching this kid, man. He means business every time he gets in there. But the big names on this card, I guess, have to be uh, Marcio Lara versus uh, Jose San Martin. And uh, this one, you know, nice featherweight match here. You got the two veterans, Lara, 24-2-1, San Martin, 33-5-1. They're going to get underway. You know these guys, they never disappoint when they get in the ring and throw down. Uh, also on the card, we got Angel Fierro, 19-1-2, taking on Jeremy Cuvas for the WBO Naval Light title. Uh, and this one is going to be another great match. Plus, I've also profiled a couple of guys on this uh, this card this week. One of them to look out for, uh, the Kazakhstani, uh, you know, 7-0 and man, Beck Nurmagnabet. I profiled him yesterday on my show along with, uh, with Cedric. We talked about this kid. 7-0 and right now, five knockouts. He's ranked 2 out of 12 in Kazakhstan. Uh, this 6-1 southpaw is only 24 
He's ranked 67th out of 1,411 in the world. He's coming off a brilliant TKO win in the second round against Wheeler back on June 4th of this year. And uh, he's getting in the ring, taking on Luciano Argio. This is going to be a great fight, guys. Also on this card, our man Jonathan Lopez profiled him. He's opening it up, taking on Ulysses Sarez Ortega. Uh, Jonathan Lopez, right now, 8-0. Definitely one to watch. This kid's very exciting. 8-0, five knockouts. Roy Jones Jr. put this kid onto MTK Global. He made them sign him. There's a lot. This kid, you know, highly decorated. Uh, you know, I heard so about that. I heard about that. He's behind this kid, right? Yeah, he's behind this kid. He's totally reps him, totally believes in him. Uh, you know, the kid's a seven-time national, uh, you know, national champ. Well, ho, ho, uh, that's great. He's 93-6 and six amateur record. You know, junior Olympics gold medalist 2019, gold medalist 2015, silver, uh, silver gloves 2018. So the kid is a very highly decorated amateur. Uh, he's got a great... Uh, he's got a great um, presence in that ring. Uh, he's a little, a little, a little different with the way he throws his shots. Uh, he does go back and forth from the orthodox to the southpaw stance. Uh, yeah, yeah. I have, I have noticed that he does. Uh, he does have a really brilliant lead, lead hand uppercut on that inside, just coming up, followed by that nice overhand left. Brilliant. Uh, I've seen him end some fights with that. So kind of like Sweepy, kind of like yeah, Sweepy, just, just like yeah. Sweepy. Definitely, definitely this kid, you know, he's he's gonna go a long way in this game. You know, they already they're already backing him. You know, Roy Jones Jr., he saw something in him, you know, and he's and he's pushed. He wouldn't him. do it if he didn't think if he didn't exactly, think exactly. The only the only crappy part though, when you think about it, is the fact that MTK Global is no longer because of the whole, you know. You know everything, right? The illegal activity, mobster-owned uh, conglomerate. Uh, MTK. Hey, don't get me involved in this. It hit last year. Everybody remembers this. MTK okay. Global it was big news and everything. But it's unfortunate because this kid, uh, you know, he signed. He, he turned pro at 17. He signed with MTK Global. And now, you know. Oh, MTK. You talk about the English people. Yeah, MTK. He's, he was oh, signed MTK. to MTK. I know. Okay. Yeah, he was signed to MTK. Unfortunately, they've disbanded. So, you know, there's a lot of guys out there floating around right now without a proper promoter. Uh, this kid is definitely one of them. And, uh, okay. you know, okay, be on the lookout for this kid. A lot of people should know about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. This kid, he's only 19 years old. Uh, you know, 5'7", 68-inch reach. Uh, he's training out of Florida right now. Okay. Uh, you know, he's going to open up this card. So, definitely, we got some great fights to watch, guys, uh, this weekend. And, you know, we're all gearing up for the following weekend, to be honest, where uh, we're definitely going to be getting into uh, <laughs> the Katie Taylor fight. Uh, then we got Jojo Diaz, Zepedia. We got the Taylor, whole fight Yeah, Katie Taylor is taking on Cara Bajal uh, on October 29th at 2 p.m. Eastern. This is, uh, is going to be a good one. So this is next weekend. And then also the Lomachenko-Ortiz fight is happening next weekend as well. So we got a lot of good things coming up. Uh, right here, man. You know, in the near future, beginning of November, we got Jonas and DeCarry, uh, you know, <laughs> Bivol and Ramirez. We've got lots of great fights coming up in the future, guys, before well, the end of the year. So just wait, man. And it's 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 been it's been it's been set, I believe. Uh Fury Chisora 3 has now been set for uh December the third, guys. So um if Fury's Chisora back at it. Is Fury's, back at it. 
Chizora 3. Yes, I said it. Chizora 3. I can't believe it. I don't know who wants to see it. I don't Listen. really care. I, I can't really say that I really care to see Chizora Fury 3. Don't really care. Uh, it's, it's not something that I'm um, super excited to see. If, see, what Chizora had to do to make it more tasty and put some more meat on it and gravy is to get somebody, even I'm just even though I've been trying all the time to help people, get mm -hmm. somebody with a with a name in it, give it a little bit of boost, let the media know, oh, I got a new guy in here. We definitely gonna knock him out or something like that. That's all he needs is a boot because he got hit with just an uppercut. But he was a warrior. He was in there throwing punches, but he just got hit with so if that little bit come into play, even though I'm trying to I'm trying to get a good job with him, I know him too. Yeah, but I know. I know what you mean. He's, no, he's, he's, been, he's been beaten. He's been beaten the same time with the uppercut uh, with that same punch. You know, he's he's coming in. He's coming in. You know, he's coming in, leaving leaving himself wide open up the middle. Uh, you know, hands out a little too wide, not protecting. Uh, you know that inside, and uh, you know coming in with that head down. He's not, got hard. I was head. with him. I was with him. I, you know, I was in England. I was with him right. for a period of time, and he got hard. He just lacked just a little bit of skills. Yeah, he he'll you know, come and fight you. He'll come right in there. And if his defense was a lot more better, I think we should be seeing a different um a, a different outcome on a lot of his fights. Yeah, I I think we would too. He definitely got hard. Too. Like right now, right now, um, you know, he's currently he's currently ranked uh, number nine. Uh, okay, in, you know, in the world. Uh, this is by BoxRec, guys. I know there's so many different ranking systems out there, you know, every single governing body, but I'm just going to give a generalized, you know, he's sitting in the top 10, uh, you know, just in front of Kerbat Pulev, uh, you know, and just behind Joseph Parker. So, you know, he's still in the running. Do do, do we really do we really need to see Chizora 3 with Tyson Fury? No. But, uh, well, you know. Was something about Chizora. I thought you was talking about uh... – so, so it's it's been said. It's 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 Dylan said. White. It's, I thought you were talking about Dylan White. Well, no. So you were talking about Chizora? Yeah, Chizora. No, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. I'm not taking nothing from him. I thought you were talking about Dylan White. He no, no. Where he was. He got to get with the uppercut. Yeah, we were talking about Chizora. So it's a different story. It's what different... will be a sensational heavyweight doubleheader? The WBC and lineal world champion Tyson Fury. Okay. Will defend his crown against the long-standing rival Derek Chisora. Uh, this one is set to take place at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium on Saturday, December third, guys. Um, on a night where WBA World Champion Daniel Dubois will make his first defense of his belt against the South African Southpaw Kevin Lerna, uh, uh, Lerna. and this one is going to be on BT Sportsbox uh, and ESPN Plus. You know, Fury intends on fighting Alexander Usyk for the Undisputed Championship in the first part of 2023. Uh, will once again perform on UK soil following his April knockout of mandatory challenger Dillian White in front of the 94,000 fans at Wembley. Uh, this one's promoted, again, Frank Warren's Queensbury Promotions in association with Top Rank. Uh, this will be the third meeting between Fury and Chizora. They first met in July of 2011. So we're talking, we're talking an 11, 12-year, you know, Rivalry here uh, with the British and Commonwealth titles at stake and Fury prevailed by unanimous decision. So, you know, this one, do we, do we really care? I don't know. Do, am I going to get hyped for it? I don't think I'm going to, I don't think I'm going to be too hyped for it really, because, you know, I, I think Fury is just, 
a, a bit more skilled than Chisora and uh, is definitely going to win this one, man. You know, in between Fury fights, Chisora, who's 33 12, 33 and 12 with 23 knockouts, challenged for the WBC title and gave a good account of himself against Vitaly Klitschko in Munich before entering into a grudge match at West Ham United, Upton Park, against uh, British rival David Hay. Uh, you know, he rebuilt from those setbacks by winning the WBO International. European and WBA international titles in a five-fight win streak, setting up a return fight with Fury that took place at London's Excel Arena, and that one was in November of 2014. But in recent years, Chisora has been involved in two close encounters with Dylan White and Usyk, uh, while defeating Carlos Takam, uh, Arthur Spitzka, and David Price. Last year, uh, he lost a pair of tight affairs uh, with Joseph Parker, his last fight was an exciting points victory over former world title challenger Kermit Pulev in July. You know, and then we got our man Fury, you know, still rocking that 32 0 1, 23 KOs. He remains undefeated champion. You know, completed his remarkable return from the boxing wilderness with a, you know, great victory over uh, Deontay Wilder in February of 2020. Um, you know, the bronze bomber saved by his corner in the seventh round. That was a brutal beating. Brutal beating. The trilogy battle followed eight months later, which delivered a Las Vegas thriller uh, where Wilder was put down in rounds three and 10 and Fury down twice in round four before knocking out former WBC ruler in the 11th. Um, but I can't wait to see, you know, the 25-year-old Dubois, 18-1 with 17 KOs. You know, he sees his world title belts in June when he traveled to Miami and demolished previous champion Trevor Bryan, uh, inflicting at first defeat on the American via fourth round stoppage. And he will be taking on uh, Lerna, who is 28 and 1, 14 KOs. In recent addition to the heavyweight rankings, um, you know, having established himself as the IBO World Cruiserweight Champion, making six defenses of that title. Uh, at heavyweight, he has recovered victories over Patrick Ferguson uh, and Bogdan Dinu, uh, winning the WBA and IBO Intercontinental titles in the process. So this one, you know, we got we got to wait, guys. This one's this one's a while away, but definitely it's going to be great. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. But there's been a lot of talk about uh, about heavyweights, man. Uh, Tim, you're the expert here, two-time heavyweight champ. I just what? haven't been on the scene. I've been in and out, dipping in and out. Um, I know that the, the industry is up and down, you know. And I'm, this is how I pay tribute. This is I come on the show just to help out, you know. And we family. Yep. Um, but you got more now. I mean, right now, bang, 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 bang. All the new stuff is coming out. And so it's just a matter of time where, you know, things should come together, I guess. You know, if you know what I'm talking about, you know, Definitely. a lot of those guys, we like right now, um, there's several other um, heavyweights and like Lamitch Green. And um, we've been talking to each other and we're trying to get together. And it's like, we're going to be in that thing in um, Hershey. Hershey with Tyson's going to be there. I got Blood Green to go. Um, oh, yeah. And there's a lot of other people, man. A lot of other uh, celebrity boxers are going to be there. I should have had the list in my in my hand, but I was rushing around. <laughs> That's all right. But you know, it's is that right. is that the um is that is up in Hershey, PA? Uh, matter of fact, the fight is going to be in the church. It's going to be mm -hmm. in the church. Tyson is coming. He agreed to come. Um, uh, let me see. I got the names. Blood Green is Blood Green has a son. Real quick, Blood Green has a son named Mitch, but not. Uh, Green is Mitch something, so we it's Mitch Junior. Okay. And I talked to him. I said, "Blood, where he where he been at?" 
if you'd have been driving you around, that would have been a lot. That would have been really nice. People would have meet your junior, right? Right. So so we got this event. Um, Alan, I can't pronounce his last name, up in Pennsylvania, and everybody's coming there. So Tyson's coming. I'm coming. I think he got um, – I got him a couple of guys uh, – um, um, from um, from Philly, what's it? Uh, Cheryl Biggs, Cheryl Biggs, and several other people. I'm just trying to find the thing on here, so maybe you can see it. But you keep talking. Oh no, I will. I'm, I'm listening. I'm, I'm I'm hearing you. So, our man, our man, uh, kid Austin Floyd Schofield, big impressive first round victory. He's calling him out, man. He wants Keyshawn Davis, and uh, I can't wait to see this what one. What is that, Mike? What's that? What weight is that? Um, I believe that is. I want to say it's. It's. I believe it's lighter than one forty-seven. Okay, one forty. Yeah, it's. It's in and around there. They're, these guys are light. But you know what, man? These these, these lighter these lighter weights, man, are uh, are really stacked. Uh, especially that one forty. That one forty is pretty pretty stacked. It's looking really good. Looking super exciting. Probably one of the uh, most exciting. It was hard to get a. Go ahead, forty-seven for. Yeah, forty-seven. So forty-seven is a big, a big one. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, it's in. It's it's light. It's uh, lightweight. So it was one. What's that? One thirty. One thirty-five. One forty. Something around there. Yeah. Yeah. No, forty-seven. No, that's that's welter. Welter. Seventies are welter. Yeah. So okay. they're 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 in around they're in around what 130, 135, one you know they're they're just over that one thirty six in around there. Okay. But um yeah so after that wonderful first round victory um last night he uh he wants he wants the big names man he doesn't want to he doesn't want to sit and wait he doesn't want to play around uh you know and this kid means business I've been watching him for a while this kid's got a great great story too Tim. Uh, you know, homeless. He was homeless, living in a car with his father. Wait a minute, did you tell me what's his name again? Floyd Schofield. Floyd Schofield. No, you didn't tell me about him. Okay. Yeah. So he, um, at one point, uh, you know, was homeless, living in uh, living in the car with his dad, and um, you know, his dad's his best friend. They eat, sleep, live boxing. The kid. I'm sorry. Is, this kid is just one to be watched. Definitely one to watch. So him and his dad, I was just trying to find something about the show, but um, you said him and his dad, they was like homeless and stuff? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, definitely one of those. That's a story and a half right there. Yeah, man, it's, it's definitely one of those rags to riches stories. You know, his dad's his best friend. Uh, you know, they work, they, they work so together. He's making money now. Is he making good, okay money now? Well, he just he just got signed to, uh, to uh, Golden Boy. And uh, last, night, last night, last night was his Golden Boy debut, and uh, you know he came out. He predicted first round stoppage. You know what it is? Oh, look at that! That's me, Junior Jones. I mean, that's me, J Junior Jones, and uh, Jeff Chandler, the ban the bandweight champion. Excellent. If you remember him, that's us yep. at the um, Hall of Fame and stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that cool? <laughs> Did you well, yeah, that? That's a great. That's a great pick. I love it, Tim. I love <laughs> it. Oh man, the, the the people that you rub elbows with, man, make make everybody jealous. Come on, <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I was just trying to find the uh, event that where Tyson is going to meet up with uh with um Miss Green, and uh, I'm surprised, man. God, I usually have it. 
you know, and uh, yeah. The best, part, the best part about this kid, Floyd, okay. Floyd kid Austin Schofield, you know, he's poised to bring the first world championship boxing title back to Austin, Texas in 13 years. Okay. That's awesome. what he's going to do. That's Who what he's going to do. Who was before him? Ooh, 13 years. Um, I heard about Austin, Texas, but have any other champions came out of there? Yeah. Well, maybe some of our viewers might be able to help us. Okay, you keep on then. You carry, <laughs> on, with the show. carry on with the show. Hopefully. <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. Um, so with this kid, you know, real rags to riches story, living in his car. Another kid, you know, he's 12 and 0, 10 knockouts, calling out the big dogs in the weight class, you know, in that light division. Definitely a super exciting division to watch, too. You know, if 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 not, maybe maybe one of the most exciting at the moment, you know. Maybe one of the most exciting at the moment. Definitely. Um, I can't wait for this, man. I can't wait for this. Uh, there's, there's also been some big talk on, on, on these heavyweights. Um, you know, the story. Real big baby Jared Anderson, Richard Torres, FA. Jared pretty, Jared pretty mo, mo, he, he, he pretty sharp. <laughs> yeah, Jared, you yeah. was talking highly about him. Oh, uh, you know what? He's, he's 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 great to watch. Um, you know he's 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 a beast in that ring. You know, I see big baby Anderson. Um, he improved to twelve and zero with twelve knockouts, knocking out Serbia veteran uh, uh, Rovican who was 24 and three with 16 KOs with a chopping right hand at the end of the second round in his last fight. Uh, you know, this kid, he's, he's this young and up and cover, man. Then we got our man Torres, Torres Jr. Uh, this guy is just, just ripping through his opponents right now. You know, three and oh, three KOs. It's, it's, it's huge. Um, but this heavyweight division, definitely we're, we're only a couple of years away from seeing, seeing a shift in the, in yep. the top end. We're only a couple of years away of seeing a shift in the top. Maybe a little sooner than that, maybe. Right? Because, you know, all these guys are eventually going to start start aging out. Um, you know, they're all up there in their 30s. You know, Wilder, you know, he's, he's I believe he's, what, 36, 37. Look, Fury's up there. Wilder, talking about the fight. Real quick. Yeah. To me, that wasn't a, I mean, it wasn't a great, a great, great victory. You know, I'm sure he celebrated. But to me, when I seen it, did did he, he he hit him? But he didn't hit him like the way he usually hit him, and he right. went down. He didn't he, he hit him, but the guy was down like he was out. Um, but I think I wanted, I just wanted to see a little bit more. Yeah, you know, stepped down. He should have when the bell rung. He should have came out and, and stood his ground uh, instead of moving around like that. Even though he did good, now he did good. I was expecting him to come out and show some stuff. I'm the champ. Yeah. So he moved around. And then he caught the guy with a kind of crazy right hand. Um, he won though. But now they're saying there's a new a new person, but we didn't see enough yet. It's the same, it's the same old thing. For me, for me, for me, it's the same old thing. Um, you know, I just I just think at, at this point in his career, I don't know if he can he can learn something else. You know, like he gets in there, he tries. It's great. It's nice to see him try it. No, it's the respect that you will get from him. It depends who it is. Yeah, but then, but then you can see him. He, he kind of resorts back to, uh, back to the instinctual part of of his fighting. You know, if he starts, 
if he starts getting bombs landed on him or he starts getting pressured or, you know, bullied in the ring, all of a sudden, all that new style, that new training that, oh, I'm working the jab or, hey, I'm trying, I'm trying this little peekaboo crap. That all goes out the window and then it's gone. The but, thing is, is that the thing is, is that he has to believe in it. And once he's getting taught it, he will won't get in those situations where he's vulnerable. Right. You, his, you know, his jab would be sharp, his defense would be sharp. So I understand what you're saying, but once he get to keep practicing all that, he's going to be adjusted. And it, and if you keep on doing it repetitiously, he will not forget it. You keep drilling it and drilling it, and then he right. once he and then if he do it on the sparring partners and get it right. Once he get in that ring, that first fight, if he do well like it, then that's his way up the ladder. But if he don't, he just is, you know. But I still yeah. believe he can learn. It's just who is, who's with him. It's just, it's just it's, who's it's, with him. It's finding the right person to teach him. Really? Is what mm -hmm. you're saying. It's, it's, finding the, it's finding the right person that's going to click with him well and be able to teach him the fundamentals that he needs to learn to and be able. It looks able like I'm begging. And it look, I'm just saying it looks like I'm begging or not begging. looks like I'm insinuating a lot, which I am because I'm right at the tip saying, damn, all these guys need is this. But just so happened that I can, I can help them. I mean, and I keep saying this because it's stupid. It's really not stupid. It's bad. That's all he needs. His defense. No, he yeah. need defense. He need to adjust his his offense up too. If he get his jab just as good as this, he would have been undefeated. If his jab was just as good as his right hand, see, if his jab was was just as good. I'm not in terms of knocking out, but controlling people with it. Right. This would have finished the job with all of them. Then his knees, and then a little bit of defense. Um, a lot of defense. He needs a lot of that. So, um. It's, you know, like I keep saying, it's really uh, I'm feeling it's bad, but um, you can't you take the horse to the water if you don't drink it. Um, that's the way it's going to be. You know, you don't drink it, you'd be thirsty. So um, and he's good to talk about. It's good to talk about it. And, I, and you can just see it right there. You can see it. Just block the jab instead of, <laughs> instead of doing this. No, tighten up when somebody throw punches at you. Block, jab, boom, snip a punch. Relax, so you don't have to. You don't have to. You know, you don't have to really. Um, you know, do a lot of movement. Just relax. Right. So, it's 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 so it's it's crazy how it's it's the, it's the small things. You know, just little tweaks here and there that all they need. Just small little things that you mention every single week, and they don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> They don't listen, and they should be listening. He's not the only one, though. There's a lot of others. You can see it. You can see it. Yeah, and there's, you know, and in and, 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 and business, like like hiring somebody that he knocked down. I, I keep talking about that. And Malik, I love them brothers. That sounds bad. Do people know that? Do people know that? No, um, no they probably don't. So I'll I keep, I keep quiet. <laughs> no, I'll keep quiet. You know, I keep quiet. Malik is a good guy. Yes. I've seen him working. I've seen him working on stuff, and I was like, dang. Okay. That's enough for Malik. And uh, <laughs> No, I'm saying they're good brothers, though. They're good brothers, but, oh, man. So, Tim, were you, you weren't really impressed with, um, with uh, Deontay Wilder's return, right? No, nah, not really. I mean, I, I was happy for him. I was happy for him, but... 
he really didn't. You can't learn nothing out of that. Once you watch the video again, um, right. you, he's really still back. He's still back where he started because he didn't see himself uh, working out boxing. It didn't go. It only went a couple of seconds. Yeah. So when you view the video back for like three rounds, then you say, oh, this is what I need to do. And that's what I need to do. But if he would have continued on going backwards like that, like he was through the whole three fights, it would have been a boring fight. Yeah, definitely. But he came out like a champ, stood his ground, taught somebody should have taught him how to block punches. So he just <laughs> like a warrior. He's a warrior. He definitely is a warrior. He definitely a warrior. He walked away. He walked away, and and he got that punch in there. So um, he's not. He's he's definitely he's definitely not afraid to uh, to get in there and and you know take a couple of shots. But we don't um, know if he's back or not, though, Mike. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you're right. I don't know if it's uh, it's a good thing for him to be taking those shots either. You know, I, I wasn't impressed. I wasn't impressed with the win. Um, definitely. Caleb, Caleb Plant kind of impressed me last weekend. I was, uh, I was. I, was I didn't get to out. see that. I didn't get to see that. I don't got the links. I tried to get on the link, man. You burnt me, man. You burnt. No, me. You, you didn't. You couldn't get in. Oh, you well, burnt me the links. They took me to all this stuff. You had to fill out the whole. Next time, Tim, we'll have to walk you through. You had to fill out a whole dictionary. You had to fill out a whole dictionary just to get get into the thing. Oh darn! Oh man! Oh, my yeah. rice. Hold on. My rice. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> well, guys, yes, you know what it is, man. We're talking We're talking boxing. We're talking fights. We're talking the heavyweight division, as uh, our co-host always likes to talk about, Graham, and how he says it's clogged up. Well, Graham, don't worry. We only got a couple years before the whole top end starts to switch around with these guys aging out. You know? I actually don't think it's clogged up. And to what... It's 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 not that it's clogged up. I just think too many people are playing the waiting game. Okay. I think I think too many people are playing the waiting game, and guys okay. are just not, you know. But but you got to think of it from this point too. You got to think of it from the promoter side. The promoter's got the champion. That's his cash cow. Does he want his cash cow to lose? I his know title? just how they play. Exactly. They don't they don't want them to fight each other because they make more money when they don't fight each other. Yeah, the line. Well, it, the money the money keeps coming in. You know, you put these guys together, one guy wins both belts, and then all of a sudden your cash cow is no longer your cash cow. That's the problem that these promoters are super greedy, and it's stopping, you know, it's stopping us getting an undisputed heavyweight champion, which is what the world wants to see. You know, at one point, heavyweight boxing was the pinnacle of boxing. You know, you tuned in on Saturday nights. You, you know, went over to your friend's house, you know, 15 of you guys, you all threw in your money, watched some first choice pay-per-view crap, uh, you know, to watch Mike Tyson knock somebody out in seven seconds. Right. Yeah. I remember. I remember it too. <laughs> I, I, I remember staying up super, super late to watch something that was a minute long to go to bed. <laughs> Who was it? Who was it? Because I think oh. I stayed up a couple of times too. <laughs> no, but that was only that was like a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. You had to stay up late just to watch this fight. Who the hell was that? I can't remember. But definitely, we 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 need an undisputed. I think that's yeah. what boxing needs right now. Uh, we definitely need the undisputed. We were close to seeing it happen. You know, things fell through. It's unfortunate, but. Um, you know, I don't think Tyson Fury wants to give up the game until he can get all those belts. And I think he's going to stick around until he's able to achieve that goal. But he's going about it in a weird way. You know, first, what, he's challenging Joshua, and now he's going to take on freaking Chisora. <laughs> you know, I guess he needs a couple warm-up fights. Maybe he's wearing a couple of pounds around the waist. 
Um, That'll you know, be an interesting, interesting, it's, interesting fight. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little while before Usyk. Uh, I think I think lets go of those belts too because he was looking pretty sharp in that last fight. Okay. Uh, definitely, definitely. He his team does their homework. They definitely do their homework, and they they definitely box the match to the guy that is standing in front of them. They have a game plan. They are there to break down, you know, every part of your game. And you know what? They've shown it twice now with Joshua. I, I, you know, Joshua, he needs a couple, Joshua needs a couple of, you know, gimme fights. He needs to gain his confidence back. I don't know what's going on with him. You know, he needs help. Definitely. Maybe he's got, maybe he's got some mental health issues. We don't know what's going on. You know, you can get him, you can get him as many fights as you want, uh, many fight as you want. You still want to primarily get the same as results. So you got to, your house is broke. You got to fix it. That's all I keep saying. Right. Like he's saying, and that only, and then maybe that's harsh, but if something's wrong, you got to try to fix it. If he's not winning, if he's not doing this in the ring, he's not getting that, you got to fall, fall back and try to build up or try to find out what the problem is. That's what those old timers did. Yes. You know, now is about the money and people, so they're getting in mansions and big cars and filthy, filthy rich. And they're forgetting that there's also the boxing is an art, is a life that people take. And and um, you know, you gotta you, you you gotta really consider getting new people in and stuff like that if you're serious about it, right? right. I mean, if maybe they're forgetting about it, I don't know, but I, <laughs> or they just don't know. Right. They just don't know. What do you what do you think needs to happen? Who who who, who do you think who do you think should fight in, in, in the upper in the upper you know in the upper the in the upper rankings of the heavyweights? Who would you like to see uh, face each other right now? I, I think that like the Jared Anderson and a, and a couple of other top like like heavyweights in that we need to see a lot more than that. But you talk about with Tyson Fury and them, yeah. Um, I think I, watching them again is to me is going it could be boring, um, because we know the whole picture. We know the whole picture of what's going on. Um, not directly people like them fighting straight off like Tyson Fury going to you know he the champ. He still the champ. I thought he um retired. Did he leave the belts? No. Oh, he got the belts. Uh, you mean uh, Fury? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. He's he's still champ. He's still champ. He's still but champ. I thought he retired. I thought he retired. Well, he was he was playing around with that idea, but uh, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. okay. You, you know him. He's he's a character. He's definitely a character. And uh, you know when he does when he does finally hang it up, uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be sad, man. We're gonna we're gonna miss it. We're gonna miss seeing. You know, we're gonna miss seeing it because you know what he's no, a when, joke. He hang, when he hangs up, when when he when he retired, it'll be it'll be all right, it'll be okay. Um, yeah, but but the antics, the antics, the antics, and the and the charisma that he brings. Yeah, you know, I know, I know. That, that's the thing, right? Like the guy's a champ. He's he's carrying the most, you know, the the most prestigious belt, the belt that everybody wants, the green, you know, and and he knows that. And every time he gets in the ring, no matter who he stands in there with. He outboxes him and finds a way to come through. Uh, yeah, and then, he, and, and, and he's, he's, he's colorful. He's colorful, man. You like, like he's one. He's carrying. He's carrying the that really the heavyweight with the way is the way he is. He's carrying it. You know, when it without him there, to me, to yeah. me without him there is not is nothing. Is it is something there, but it ain't. But he he really been carrying it the way he act, the way he been fighting. 
the way, you know, he got off the canvas and he's still champ. You know, yeah. I understand that. Yeah, I understand it. But, um, you know, he, he's he's lighting the division up, if you ask me. I like, I like, I, I don't like the fights that happen, but but I, I like the way he carries himself and he went into fights and stuff like that. I do like that. You know, that, that make people, a lot of people talking about uh, Tyson Fury, everybody. You know what? He, he puts on a good show. Yeah, uh, you know, definitely. But we do, we do have these, uh, we do have these young guys that are, that are coming up man. and, uh, no, no. you know, you, you know, they might be sitting in around the, you know, thirties, forties or fifties rankings, but still, you know, they're 19, 20, 21, 22. They're still very young guys. Right. You know, like, you know people like Fabio Wardley, 14 and 0, he's only 27. Jared Anderson, 12 and 0, he's only 22. Um, you know, 27 kind of old. 27 is kind of old. It's okay though. It's okay. It's okay. You know, but guys like that, like Fabio Worley, are we going to see him with a world championship belt around his waist? How old is he? How old is he? He's 27. Are we going to see one around his waist? Maybe not. You know, um, you know, Jermaine Franklin, the guy's 21 and 0, he's 29 out of Michigan. Are we going to see, are we going to see a belt around his waist? Like a big world title? Probably not. Um, you know, you just go down the list and there's, and, the, and there's these guys here that are up and coming that right now you can't see with a belt. But there are those few that are tucked in there that, uh, you know, all of a sudden they're just going to blow up on this heavyweight scene and, uh, you know, be making, a me- be making a mess with all these guys. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be making a mess. Like, you know, we got um, uh, uh, Bekador uh, Jelilova. Uh, Who he's is 11. That? Uh, Where's he from? This is another kid. Well, right now he's 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 from Brooklyn. Well, right now he resides in Brooklyn. But this is another. He's from Uzbekistan. Uh, Bakudur Jalalovov, and Ooh, he's okay. you know I like he's, that name. I like that name. He's he's eleven and 0, 11 knockouts. So you know he's he's Ooh. put down. He's he's his last fight. He went a minute twenty into the eighth out of an eight round and still knocked the guy out. Whoa. Right. Okay. So there are some guys to be looking out for in this heavyweight division that are slowly creeping up, you know, not, uh, you know, they're, they're making a bit of noise, but people are kind of just shoving them away because, you know, the Furies, the Joshua's, the Wilders, you know, these guys are all just they're trying, the to milk the money. they're trying to milk the money. They're trying to milk that money. You know, we got, we got, um, you know, we got this German, Ajit Kabayel, this kid's 22 and 0, 30 years old. Another heavyweight coming up. And we can't forget the Nigerian, man, uh, F.A. Jogba. This yeah, you telling me you know, before. Yeah, F.A. Jogba came out of the scene. Vicious, vicious knockout last year that almost won the uh, knockout of the year. Ooh. You know? So okay. we've got You've talked got, about him before. Yeah, I definitely talked about him. So, you know, F- Philip Hargrovich. You know, fifteen and zero. There's another guy hung. You know, sitting around that uh, that undefeated mark. And these guys, the only thing is, is that they need to start getting better competition in front of them. You know, okay, um, okay. That, that that's what it is. Like makes a lot of sense. It does. It does. You know, there's when you start getting down in 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 that list of got to get tested. Guys, you got to be tested. You definitely got to be tested. You know, we got we got um, Arslan Beck Megamedov. You know, he's out of Montreal, Quebec, Canada, 33 years old, 15 and 0. He's ranked 18th in the heavyweight division. We didn't have that many heavyweights. I mean, like, was 
undefeated and all. We man, it wasn't like that. <laughs> no, this is Dang. what I'm saying. This guy, this guy's, you know, he's 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 laying everybody out. You know, he's been in 15 fights and he's only been 38 rounds in total. You know, he's knocked out 14 Dang. of his 15 opponents, only 33. You know, he's six five and a half, weighing in at like 265 pounds. Um, he just fought, uh, just came off a win in September against Carlos Tackham. Uh, for the North American Boxing Association heavy, uh, the NABA Federation heavy, and the WBC Silver heavy. So, you know, there's 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 a lot of guys coming up in this heavyweight division that we should be on the lookout for. We should start paying. We should yeah. We should start paying a little more close attention to it. Uh, you know, we might not know their names now, but definitely in the future we will be knowing these guys. There are a lot of undefeated heavyweights coming up. In the top 50, even in the top 30, you know, George Aris, uh, 18 and 0, 30 years old, you know, uh, Stephen. Is Sh it that many heavyweights around? <laughs> oh, there are tons of heavyweights in the world. Wow. Tons of heavyweights. Because he's 7 and 0. He had to fight, what, you say he was 7 and 0, 1, 11 and 0. So, damn, there's a lot of heavyweights. There are a lot, of guys, a, lot, a lot of guys, a lot of undefeated guys, a lot of guys that maybe have one loss. You know, Andrew Tabiti, 20, he's 20 and one. Uh, you know, you got Victor Vikers. Where's he from? Where's he from? Uh, Andrew Tabiti, he's out of Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, we got Victor Vikers, who's 10 and 0, uh, staying in Las Vegas, Nevada. He is also Uzbek. He's, he's in Uzbeki. Um, you know, this, this, here's another guy, you know, 10 fights, only been 38 rounds. He's he's been in there with a few people. Not we're not gonna see some good fights. We're gonna see some fights. We're definitely gonna see some big guys coming up. And the thing is, is that these guys aren't all small. Most of these new heavyweights coming up are, are, are you know they're pushing that six five, six six, six seven. There's Dang. a lot. There's a lot of guys coming up in these ranks that uh, that are that are huge, man. They're huge. You could almost you could almost create an entire super heavyweight division with. These guys that are, you know, cracking. They might up. have to do that. They might have to do it. Probably, probably. Like uh, I like those big guys. I like the big ones. I put them every all the big guys I put that was over six five got knocked out. <laughs> you I just got on that inside, eh? <laughs> yeah, get an inside and bam. Right, you like know. um, Ar Arslanbek Megamedov. This guy, you know, thirty three. The lion is what they call him. Six five and a half. You know, two hundred and seventy pounds. That's a huge man. Damn. And he's, not, and he's not fat. He's like slim, right? Yeah, yeah. He's slim though. You know, he's 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 a he's a big boy. You know, we Kazakhstan has some some up and comers too. This is this is another thing. We got some you know guys from Kazakhstan that are coming up. Um, uh, Kosobutsky, this guy is eighteen and 0 with seventeen knockouts. You know, thirty three south body six three weighing in at uh, you know another hundred guys two hundred forty. The only thing is, is that his international fighting, he hasn't really been on that stage yet. Okay, so, okay. you know, he's, he's fighting, he's fighting a lot in Germany, fighting a lot in uh, Minsk and, uh, you know, Moscow. And so he's, he's fighting, he's fighting in that part of Europe, but, you know, we got to start getting these guys international. We got to start getting these heavyweights accepting fights from these younger guys. You know, we got to start flying these guys in to get them international you know, international exposure. It's like airplanes backed up in the airport waiting to take a flight. Exactly. Everybody's, behind, everybody's behind waiting. Um, and that's what it seems like. It's exactly what it seems like. 
It seems like we're just waiting for something to happen. We're waiting. You know what it is? The world, the boxing world, I believe, is waiting for that undisputed champion. We haven't had one in the four belt era. The last one was Lennox Lewis. It's time. It's time. You know, the women, we've got we've got Clarissa Shields. She's undisputed three three different weight classes now. You know, it's it's about time that the heavyweights get it, man. We it's deserving. I like the undisputed, but it's just as long as the up and coming guys can find a way to, you know, to continue making making money and, and uh, fame and stuff. Because when it's just, you know, when it's just one line waiting for a shot, um, um, is that that's the way it is, right? Well, they have the other little belt you could fight for. I can see that, but it'll be a long yeah. waiting line. It'll be a long waiting line um, for the for the up and coming guys. Um, but but so with the undisputed. Everybody would have to wait for that undisputed one, and that that's going to push push you know a lot of people the money and stuff like that. I would love to Definitely. see it, but find a way to to keep those guys busy. Definitely money, you know. Yeah, young under um um undisputed. Yeah, but make sure there's you know the boxers get a lot of work. Yes, and you know what? Look, Sonny Conto, prime example right there. I was with him like a couple of weeks ago. He's twenty six years old. You know, out of Philadelphia, brotherly yep. love. You know, ten and zero. The kid, the kid's crushing it right now. He's, you he's sure crushing. he's ten and zero? I thought he was fifteen and zero. No, he's he's ten and zero right now. He's uh, ten and zero with yeah, nine young guys. He's only he's only twenty six. He's ranked thirty three out of three hundred eighty one in the okay. U.S. He's well, ranked he got nine counts, so He got nine, right, or ten? He's got eight, eight out of ten. So he's scoring okay. that eighty okay. percent. Uh, he's back. In, he's back in action. He's back in action next weekend. Uh, in Philly, he's at uh, 2300 Arena. I'm supposed to go there, but I got to go to the to the um, event Ugh. up in the mountains. I would have been there. Darn. Yeah, that good one. He's, he's taking on he's taking on James Bryant, who is six and one right now. Uh, that one's scheduled for six rounds. And uh, you know, my prediction my prediction is is that Conto is going to come through with that victory. I never seen the other guy fight. I never seen him, but I seen I seen Kanto. He does need some things later on down the line, uh, but on this level here, I think he's doing pretty good. He still can use some some things, but he can't get overconfident too soon. Just just right. build it up, just build that confidence up, um, and um, like so he'll do good. I think he'll do good. Yeah. Definitely. I think he's oh, well, I mean, he kind of, I think he's he about an inch taller than me. <laughs> and he got <laughs> nice arms. He got nice arms. And I seen him fight. He'll 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 bang you. He'll oh yeah. You. There's 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 some that's what I mean. There's some big guys coming up here that we need to be watching now. Uh we need to watch them as they climb these ranks. You know, guys, I can't stress it enough. The future of boxing is already here. You just gotta open up your eyes and watch these undercards and you can see it. You know, everybody, everybody can be up to date with, you know, the top guys in every division and the top guys with the belts and everything. But it's about it's about watching these young guys grow and evolve as fighters. You know, there's nothing more exciting than watching watching somebody, you know, in the infancy of their professional career, uh, you know, reach magnitudes of 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 levels and and all by you know evolving in this game you know once you stop learning you know you should never stop learning take take the day every time you're in that gym you should try to learn something never lose that and you know what you'll always come right. out definitely well tim 
It's been a, it's been an hour, man. We were just talking away. Look at that. We're gonna go watch some fights. Hey, hey. On tonight you know, I gotta cook dinner. I ain't cooked dinner because we came in from the gym. <laughs> so I've got the food right there. Got the chicken up there, and I'm gonna fry some chicken, and she's gonna eat some rice, and then I'm gonna be all right. So, what are you getting ready to do now? I am gonna get ready to watch the fight starting at nine thirty tonight. What fight? We're, I just told you. Remember? Okay. Here, here it is. Isaiah Steen, 9 p.m. to 11:45, guys. Is it heavyweight? No, this one, this one is a, it's is a oh, small, small event. That. No heavyweights, no heavyweights, guys. Uh, so, but I, I got to go through a whole lot just to watch the fight. So, but the night ain't this, the right this, night. This is a super super middleweight, so it's exciting, okay. guys. And you know, Cena uh, Egbeko is 26 and two with 21 KOs. You know, dangerous power puncher Isaiah Steen. Hot prospect coming up right now. This is the headliner. You know, this is th this kid is a blue chip prospect. So you know, this is this is not going to be a sleeper. It's going to be a great fight. This one gets underway nine o'clock, guys. And uh, on that co-feature, Marcus Taylor, 12-1 and two with one KO, is taking on the undefeated Marlon Harrington. Watch out for this kid, Marlon Harrington. Eight and seven knockouts. That was an eight rounder in that super welter attraction that was originally set to open the telecast. So that updated, it's been updated now. The opening belt will now see the intriguing eight-round clash between undefeated heavyweight prospect, which we will see tonight when it opens up at nine. So make sure you tune in, Tim. Elvis Garcia, who's 12 and 0 with nine. I'm gonna get the link. I'm gonna send you the link. I'll send you the link. All right, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna cook dinner for Shania and try to make it, okay? Tell Shania, tell Shania it's that same website we did before. I'll send you the website to your phone. Okay, she should have it. Shania, you got the same web, you got the website. She says she don't have the website. I'll text it over to you. All right, thank you. All thank right, you. well, to all the talk and fight guys, everybody. You know what it is, man. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Friday Night Panel with yours truly, Mike Gore, and two-time heavyweight champ Tim Witherspoon. We're going to go get to work so you guys don't have to. You know what it is. We're going to watch fights. We'll see you I'm, next week. Same I'm time, I'm same channel. <laughs> <laughs> New prospect. Sorry, same channel, same time. New topics. You know what it is, man. We'll see you next week. Thank you.